Well, the Bible does say that prosperity draws the Jews to jealousy in hopes of winning some. So if you want to evangelize the most successful people in the universe, it takes great riches. Ouch. You mean that a poor man's wisdom is despised? That's what Torah says. No one listens to a poor man's wisdom. Ecclesiastes, the teacher says. Now we got Christianity down here that thinks it's all about being poor and some kind of false holiness, but poverty is equally a curse as adultery. Say that again. Poverty is equal a curse of sin as adultery and murder. Jesus died on the cross equally for disease as he did for poverty. The problem is when you have religion outside of Jerusalem and the pearls and the gemstones of our mother, according to Revelation and Galatians chapter 4, that's all we have as a standard is, well, we've always been poor. Well, you've always been outside of Jerusalem. And you come into a reckoning with your situation against all the false holiness, the false knowledge, all of the ideology you have of Christianity that's just religious, and you realize, I have been living lower than the standard of the apostles of the New Testament Bible. And it's a wake-up call, and it's meant to be. And God loves you, that's why He wakes you up. If He didn't love you, He'd let you sleep. He'd let you sleep in. I love Shadrach's broadcast this morning, speaking of the bitterness, the crown of bitterness. That was amazing, Shadrach, thank you. Some of you are still bitter because your parents waked you up early in the morning to go to school. <laughs> you wouldn't let me sleep in on a Saturday. It's my day off, Mom. Okay. I remember my dad would be like, well, in Vietnam, we didn't get to sleep in. <laughs> you know, we're not in Vietnam anymore, but you can't tell him that, right? Hallelujah. Jesus. And so we all have some forgiveness to be delivered from some bitterness. You know what bitterness is? Wormwood, a star that fell from heaven. Come and see. It means light. Can you believe the audacity of Apostle John in Revelation? He's writing this book. He says, Wormwood, which literally means in Hebrew, bitterness, is a star, which means it's a form of light, that fell from heaven. It fell to the earth, and it fell into the waters, and it killed one-third of everything. Right? Amen. That's what the Bible says. It killed one-third. You're like, well, it's not killing me, Brandon. I've engaged in Torah today. There's parts of you that are dead. There's parts of you that are dead because of wormwood. Beware that the light in you is not actually darkness. Messiah, Jesus Christ, it is written. What is that light in you that's darkness? One thing only. Wormwood. Wormwood. The star that fell from heaven. Is that Lucifer? Is that Lilith? Is that Mammon? Is, is that Pan? Is that Molech? What is that? Is that Belial, Beelzebul? Is that Adam, Belial? Is that Jezebel? Is that Lilith? Is that Samael? What is that? It's all of them combined. It's all of them. It's the whole clip. It's one-third of the fallen angels. That's why it said it killed one-third. Mm -hmm. So it's any participation with anything that's not in the eternal life of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, currently in your spirit, soul, mind, and bodies. 
which is, if we're honest with ourselves, quite a lot. And the answer is always what? Take it to Torah. Take it to the circumcision of the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. To do what? Judge. If you believe in Jesus, you accept judgment. What is judgment? A circumcision of wormwood, bitterness of one-third that fell from heaven every single time. That's all false light is. That's all the world system of good versus evil in the Clippeth matrix that's going down in the lake of fire and people are just losing their minds everywhere because their minds are not based on the anchor of the Word of God. But we have this hope in Christ Jesus, the Word, as an anchor for our soul. So we're just celebrating the ending of the matrix, all 12 of us. And you got 8 billion, just kind of like animals down here being shepherded by Enoch Metatron and you wonder why that language is there in the Bible you know what I gotta share this this is relevant this great message you received from sister Janelle of our scribes of righteousness that verse of a righteous man looking after his animals and you're looking at the Hebrew this is fascinating you know, you've heard it said, oh, a fire is coming out now at the top of the head. This, it's good scribing from your students when it causes fire to shoot out the top of your head when you read it. <laughs> it's like, did I get an A or a C or a B or an F? Did I fail? It's not like Clippeth schooling where you have to have all this external knowledge. And if you don't get a, an A, you know, you're in trouble and... Uh, your, your future is in trouble and you're a bad student and a, a bad kid. You just need to try. You just need to apply yourself. Why don't you study harder? I don't want to. 61%. I can't. You barely passed. You're worthless. No. Oh, God. Oh, I'm traumatized. Oh, bitterness. Oh, no, no. No more bitter mangoes. Amen. We've, as we have already established. All right. A righteous man looking after his animals. It says, regardeth a righteous man, that's a Zadik, which is H, Strong's H666, two. Go Zadik. figure. Zadik is 6662, which is funny. My, my shoes that I have, they have the 666 on the inside. And it's their, one of the, part of the name of the shoe has queen in it. And when I got them, you know, Brandon helped me make the final decision uh, for, the, for the shoes. And then he said, like, Queen of Shuba. And I was the Queen of Shuba, not Sheba, Shuba. It got me the 666, the gold of Sheba. Anyway, it was pretty funny. So those shoes, they blessed me a lot. I'm wearing them today. Moon boots. Zadik is, Zadik is Strong's H6662. Yeah, moon boots. So we are the Zadikim of righteousness. Amen. So the Zadik regardeth the life of his beast, or... The Zadik regards the Nefesh of his behemoth. The Nefesh behemoth. That's the, so the Zadik regards the Nefesh of his behemoth. Amen? Amen. Anytime those kids look at us strange when we go out to eat with their mouths hanging open or just staring or pointing or waving and saying, Mama or Daddy, you know, we just, regard, just say to the kids kind of low-key, ain't you never seen a seven-headed dragon going out to dinner before? What's wrong with you, kid? Amen. Like a Gentile heathen that's never engaged in Torah. Well, the, the <laughs> some of the women we are contemplating the healthy, delicious things that you consume 
for you know a greater energy and a greater conducting of Shekinah in your flesh. And uh, we're basically just talking about coffee and BCAs and things like that, and your morning delicious beverages that you know will Cell make health. you feel yeah your cell your, your mitochondrial health. Yeah. Did you know the Lord Jesus has <laughs> cares Do you have for your five mitochondria? minutes to talk about mitochondrial health. <laughs> We're going door to door with buckwheat cards saying that. See <laughs> yeah. how much. Do you believe in the need for hydration, salvation? And then just give them the card. And then they won't even know what they're expecting. Drink water, my friend. Set it like a trap. Just show up after. What kind seven of religion? They'll be like, just what? go. What denomination? After you and your buddies have spent the last six months in the gym obeying the <laughs> orders of the Holy Ghost, and then you go door to door looking your healthiest, fittest, like Daniel and his friends eating vegetables, but you know, eat your proteins, that's fine. And then go door to door with the buckwheats and ask if they have time to learn about hydration salvation and set a trap for their souls to be saved. Amen. You come with that angelic right. intelligence, it'll freak an animal out. They think you're dumb, they think you're crazy, and all of a sudden, it gets struck, and it's a deer in headlights, like, no, that's actually an angel. That's God. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and he's supposed to be in us, read of all men, living epistles, read of all men. That means when people read you, they're freaked out because they see the one true God. Mm -hmm. And if they're not freaked out, they ain't seeing God. As is written, the fear of the Lord, not the friendship of the Lord, or not the hug of the Lord, or the love of the Lord. No, the fear. Fear is what Bible says. New Testament and Old Testament, fear is the beginning of wisdom. Yep. And the righteous man regards in the fesh of his behemoth. So take care of y'all's nefesh and your behemoth. We like to use a false Holy Spirit to comfort ourselves against the fear of the Lord. You notice that? That's a false The comfort. Laodicean Church of false America is right now, has a false Holy Spirit, fake Antichrist demonic comforter against the healthy awe and fear and reverential awesomeness of Yadivave. Amen. So, and the prophets are in unity about this. God is going to restore the fear of the Lord. And it's not like, oh, well, I'm just going to pee myself. Well, they do pee themselves. Look at Saul of Tarsus. He more than peed himself. He more than crapped himself. He was blinded. That happens for in three modern days. day sometimes, doesn't it? With the. I've seen people paralyzed for seven days. I was struck time. for 10 years in a whiteout. I was struck for 10 years. You're going to get struck. By God, and it's going to be good, but it will remove your entire humanity. First in your spirit, mm. then in your soul, then in your mind, then in your flesh. And if you like Him more than all that stuff in you, you'll be in a greater glory. Amen? Yeah. Truth in you. Those whom He sanctifies, He also glorifies. Mm -hmm. So, we're deep frying the animals of... First Enoch, and that's you. I'm not an animal, I'm a man. A man is an animal. Is this fried lamb chop? Fried lambkin? <laughs> lamb like is lamb the highest chop. manifestation. The issue is you're not lambs. There's zero chance you're lambs. You're more like rams, 
or goats or horses or donkeys, you're bearing some image. Are all images bad? No. Jesus is a lion, an eagle, a man, an ox, a lamb, a sheep in Scripture. So we have this idea of negativity towards image-bearing of animals, but God identifies oftentimes with animal image-bearing in Torah. Why? Because it's different character qualities of the divine nature. That's why you have clean animals, okay, white dove descending on Jesus in the gospel. A dove, man, like a freaking pigeon? Yes, a pigeon. Dove and pigeon, same exact word in Hebrew. Truth anyhow. A pigeon descending on Jesus? God's an animal? Yes. That was God as a pigeon on Jesus Christ. So we got all kinds of religious ideas. The issue is we got opinions about everything. Just none of it's God. Why? Because if it's in your human psyche and knowledge and understanding, it's Satan 100% of the time. Where's that verse? So glad you asked. The carnal mind comprehends not the things of the spirit, nor can it, because they're only spiritually discerned, it is written. Which means your human thinking capacity is what you're currently at war against, the bone throne of Satan 666-DAT in your foreheads, in your foreheads, in your foreheads. And we will literally turn to any other thing except dealing with that thing, the throne of Satan, in the forehead, which is the only thing that makes a difference if you read scripture. Romans 12, 2, be transfigured, metamorphosized by the renewing of your forehead. It is written. So it means you have to treat your knowledge of your former life as a human being. What does Apostle Paul say? As a pile of poo-poo. We're not going to drop S-H. We're keeping this G for the FCC. Poo-poo, dung. Guapo, guac, guac. Number two. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Poop. You're telling me the Apostle Paul treats his former life with his doctorate in divinity as a Pharisee under the teacher Gamaliel as a pile of manure, as poop. Yeah, that's Torah. That's really accurate. Here's the issue. You still value your manure, which is your forehead thinking as animals. Mm. That's why the angel of Shekinah is so small in you. And I'm not going to lie to you. That's the truth anyhow. Once you completely consider the human life and its knowledge, intelligence, ability, religiosity, everything about it as a manure pile Mm. through revelation, not through beating yourself up condemnation, but through revelation... Then Shekinah of Christ in you begins to form. This person's actually serious. This person wants me instead of he. We come here for Christian knowledge. Why? To to build up myself, my own soul, the I am's of Satan. I'm just a selfish Christian. I don't do anything except get fat on teaching and never do anything. That's what modern day Christianity has become, guys. That's the seventh church of Revelation. They're fat on all the things of God for James 5, slaughter. And you know what James, apostle, half-brother of Jesus Christ calls them? Pigs, animals, fattened for slaughter. It is written. It is written. 
Are you calling me a pig? I'm calling the devil a pig. I'm calling sin a pig. I'm calling your foreskin and your membranes pigs. Because that's the truth and that's the gospel. And until you come to that realization in your own heart and in your own soul, in your mind, will, emotions, feelings, in your brain and in your bodies, you're going to be lost. You're going to be going after religious garbage instead of actual circumcisions and eternal life. We want you to have immediate fruit of Shekinah and not waste one day after you're saved wandering around the mountain with self-help, self-love, put some Christianity on my foreskins Mm -hmm. ministry. You need the sword, Buckwheat. After you're saved or born, what do you get? Circumcised. Eight days later of the tribe of Benjamin, it is written. We say, well, we're not under. We're not with the tribe of the circumcision. Who's a real Jew? You know what that means in Romans 2? Who's a real Christian? He's saying, who is the real covenant people? That's what it says. Who is the real Christian? Out of these rocks, I can... He who's circumcised, or she who's circumcised of heart, which is spirit, Messiah, from iniquity, from self, from the things of God for selfishness, for the things of God to serve his throne in his light. That's how you grow in light. You grow in glory... Because you serve him more accurately within his angelic protocol that existed millions of years before you were born in Jesus' name. Children of Abraham, out of these sapphire stones, I could raise up children of faith, children of Abraham, out of these rocks, these sapphire stones. That's it. What do you mean? Because you're on a bloodline of so and so, you know, the genealogies of the Jews? The genealogies represent the spiritual generations, which are the sapphire stones from the generator of absolute generations. The formation of creation, how it comes down, sapphire stones. Really wonderful mysteries in there. But let's let's cut right to the to the chase here. What the apostle is saying is essentially that description of fattening yourself in the day of slaughter is the spiritual equivalent of being on peopleofwalmart.com. <laughs> you don't want to be on that list. That's the, that's the Kirkland <laughs> of Costco demons. Your Kirkland overlords. We were at some kind of a family gathering. That one gathering. got you. I know you <laughs> felt that one. That's Just your curse Amazon your Kirkland Prime overlords. Devil. I know. It's Jeff Bezos. I knew it. Starbucks drive through Luciferians. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There was a list of uh, some books, best 21 books on Clippeth Kabbalah. They didn't say Clippeth, but it said Kabbalah, and it wasn't our Kabbalah. I was just Googling around to see what the sees out there. And they're like, these are, you know, books on Kabbalah that are used by professionals Oprah's such as Kabbalah. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. And there was one other name in there I didn't quite recognize. And I was like, oh, yeah, they got that Amazon Kabbalah, you know, their shopping center. Amazon Prime Kabbalah. Elon Musk Kabbalah. That's what you get if you don't go with the apostles and you'll it's die. It's all Kabbalah. That's what they do. It's true. Wake They're up. all Kabbalists. Every all single of one of them. Remember when he pulled rank and went over to Silicon Valley that one time? Oh, yeah. He went to Apple. Apple's going to remove Twitter when Apple's Elon Musk me. bought Twitter. You remember that? Apple said for a month... We're going to remove Twitter because he thought he was a conservative or maybe siding with the Christians. When Elon Musk went into Apple's headquarters, they 
took it all back instantly because Elon Musk is a higher ranking Freemason warlock than Apple in Silicon Valley. Truth anyhow. That's why he has a higher appearance of good. He's in a higher rung, and so when you go and you pull rank like that, the veil's kind of pulled back so they can see, oh, you're actually one of us, but a higher level. <laughs> so, okay, have do what you want. As long as you're in the Clippeth, you'll have favor. They mm -hmm. call each other brothers and sisters, but they're all in competition, envy, and strife with and one factions. another. factions. Yeah. That's why we don't want... Just remember, that's how the enemy kingdom looks. So if your own life starts looking more like enemy kingdom... Factions, envy, strife, Enemy jealousy. Think Matrix. It's a red flag. We're Zion. Yes. All right. We are born in Zion. We're the free people of heavenly Jerusalem through Jesus Christ. Huge difference. And if you need to learn working together and encouraging each other in the faith, maybe just take some time to watch Sailor Moon Crystal. And it's not a never-ending rave either. It's like get on your battleship or go into war, and not everyone makes it. You know what? I was just thinking about that earlier today. I was talking to the Lord. Look, all those old memories that I had on Facebook from the earth past, all the people who are like, we've got your back. We'll be here for you, you know? Where are they? They got completely destroyed. Why? They didn't really believe in the invisible. It's all just make-believe to them. And the problem is, is if you think it's not a real war, you won't actually care if your armor's actually on or not. For guys, it's usually the woman in the red dress. Mm-hmm. Like, seen it 10,000 like times. Like, if Brandon was going to take that stick, that stick. Yeah, which color are you going to choose? If, if he was going to... Where do you take it? Black. Green. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> black. I've been getting black threads for the, the oh. onyx gemstones of the shoulders the last couple days. If Brandon was going to take the stick and whap me on the head with it, if I wasn't wearing a helmet... Wouldn't it hurt? Right? Yes. Oh, God. Why would that hurt? Because he hit me with it. But, well, I'm not stupid. I understand that. Yeah, but we are, we are stupid. You know why? Because people take an invisible sword that's actually in physical reality. It's, phys it's the physical invisible. And there's like, it's not going to hurt me. I'm gonna be there. I'll be there for you, man. No uh, fear of God whatsoever. Well, I'm just chilling, man. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling, man. I'm not doing nothing. Peace out. Uh, peace out, bro. I'm just peace and love. God's got it. God's got it. Uh, I'm just yeah, so God's high right it. now. Don't talk Jesus to me. Jesus did it all on the cross. I'm perfect, bro. Yeah. And then where are they? Obliterated. Why? Because Drinking something came to hit and them. Fornicating. And they didn't actually have armor on. Seen it a thousand times. So it's not about how hard you think it up and pray it up and gotta pray, pray, pray like that. You just have to actually just put your helmet on. You know, you remember when you're like, imagine you're like seven years old. Time to ride your bike. All right, so we're gonna put our helmet on. I don't need a helmet. All right, all right. I know, I know you didn't oh, yeah, need a helmet. Yeah. No helmet. No, no, you probably wore a helmet. I know you guys. Mm. That was for the wimpy kids, but you know. You, if you put your helmet on, then guess what? It's on, right? If you take your helmet off, it's off, right? It's physical invisible. So when you're coming out of fake phony religion of Jezebel's Tower of Witchcraft, sometimes people struggle with the physical invisible. They think they're doing something when they're just doing witchcraft and cursing themselves and others. And they think it's like just self-justification and... I need vindication and I need my destiny and you're just literally doing witchcraft. That means you're taking your helmet off, you're taking your armor off, 
you're cursing the people that are supposed to be helping. Witchcraft is just trust in self. Yeah. Instead of the word working by its own power. All witchcraft so, is just selfishness. Simple as that. So if they come with an attack, and then the word of God says the shield of faith is able to put out all of the fiery darts, and then you actually pick up the shield of faith and quench them, then you did it by the word of God, believing what God said, and then you do it. So you're transitioning oftentimes from religious make-believe and imaginations, which people think are visions, lying visions. Why are they lying visions, corrupted visions, corrupted dreams? <laughs> because there's not circumcision. So they have access to all your gifts can be corrupted. Your tongues, right? Yes, especially like your GTs. If you're not circumcised, a higher principality could hop in you and hijack your gift of tongues and you could start channeling the demonic. We've seen people do that before. So gifts can be corrupted by principalities of higher rungs than you if you are uncircumcised and you are walking they in your uncircumcision. Are. Because they, the Bible says they always are mm -hmm. because they're temporary until perfection. 1 Corinthians yep. 14. So even though the gifts are useful for gardening tools to bear more fruit, and you know your tongues are good to build yourself up in your most holy faith, use them like gardening tools, but your true weapons are of the invisible physical realm. You need to make sure you have on armor. If you have your helmet on properly, you're going to be able to count on those gifts working well. If you don't have your helmet on, if you don't have your armor on, if you have wounds, bitterness, those are entry points for the demonic, which means you're going, you may come at a point where you realize, okay, my gifts of the spirit are compromised. If your gifts of the spirit are compromised, you can't trust them in that moment. What are you going to lean and rely on instead? That's when you can no longer be a Technion Christian. You have to be a Huyos. That's your mm. salvation from the compromised gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you're compromised by being uncircumcised, which means you're still maybe on Malkut or lower, you know, or you have uncircumcision and you're in that part of you that's not saved. When your gifts are compromised in the midst of battle, you cannot lean and rely on them. Most charismatic Christian training, they only teach you to use your gifts. So when your gifts are compromised by your Ruah becoming a seat for the enemy, or an enemy comes and you have, let's say, you have a heart wound, you have a bitter thing, you have some kind of sin opening, you're compromised. So if you can't use your gifts that are compromised, what part of you can you realize or can you lean and rely on? It's going to be Christ in you, but it's not going to be the gifts that you can lean into. So if all your arsenal is only gifts of the Spirit, you're not going to do well when you're being confronted with lying dreams, visions, compromised gifts of the Spirit. Your visions. So, well, what else do I have? That's all I know. Well, that's why you need to submit to Brandon's apostolic training of Sandalphon Elijah, the Spirit of Elijah. When you transfer from going from gifts Leaning on gifts out of your brain yeah. to realizing your spirit. A cloud of Shekinah glory of God himself in your mm -hmm. belly. The size of a man's fist. Elijah Sandalphon, it mm -hmm. is written. So realizing Christ within you, the hope of realizing the glory and discovering your spirit and differentiating between your spirit and the spirit of Jesus and learning to follow him so you're not sinning in your spirit. When you sin with your spirit, your spirit becomes your own God 
And so the Holy Spirit, that's kind of that Ichabod territory. Mm -hmm. That's where you get into iniquity. That's the world of Isaiah getting the iniquity out of you is the consecration of your Ruah. My Ruah, you could just say my Ruah is not the Ruah Kakadesh. <laughs> there has to be that separation there for ultimately to have, you know, union. There first has to be that separation between I'm not God. Only God is God. And so you can't be serving your own spirit. A lot of times Christians get into charismatic gifts and then without even hardly realizing it, they slowly start to serve their own spirit. Well, that's just my discernment. Well, I have my own personal relationship with God. And so I'm doing my own thing. Well, everyone always hurts me, so I'm in isolation, Jezebelic isolation. You know, can't trust anyone. Well, you're coming out of the valley of the shadow of death. So if you can't lean and rely on your gifts, which are probably compromised, if you're on Malkut, you're coming out of Malkut, the gifts are compromised. You can consecrate yourself, sanctify yourself, and don't abandon the gifts, but understand in the heat of battle, if those are compromised, you can't use the gifts. Yeah. You're going to need to become a Huyos Christian, which is what a son of God. What is the son of God? He who is led by the Spirit of God, not just the gifts, which are without, uh, what is it called, without repentance. Mm -hmm. God gives those gifts and he doesn't take them back, which means you can go into clippeth mode because you have a heart wound or you have an offense or you have a sin or you have bitterness and those are the openings of the enemy where they get in, you don't have armor there, you get wounded, you get hurt, now you're compromised and what it feels like is you'll feel fallen angel emotions. What are fallen angel emotions? Big dumb. Fallen angel emotions include paranoia, schizophrenia type feeling, bipolar, back and forth. Criticalness, uh, a critical Critical spirit, spirit offense, pride. And you unrighteous, should, judgment, unrighteous judgment, respectability, people pleasing. Yep. Uh, false joy, joy that doesn't last, it doesn't bear fruit. Right. Joy, any joy that doesn't serve the Hyena Holy Spirit. joy. Yep, you'll see them cackling and things like that. Witchcraft joy. Mm -hmm. The demons want to be happy. Witchcraft ecstasies. And they're only happy ecstasies. if they're sinning. <laughs> yep. True So when you're sinning, they're winning. Mm. All right, so we don't want that. So if you're experiencing very intense emotions, remind yourself, these are fallen angel emotions. Jesus Christ does not have those kind of emotions. If you're feeling the condemnation, paranoia, and the fear, you're experiencing the fallen angel demonic that has, has you compromised because of some opening some weakness somewhere they got you but the the good news is mm -hmm. they're not stronger than the torah take it to the torah. word of god take it to the word so this is when it's going to be the you holy take slaughterhouse of god amen so at that point it's not a good time for you to just be i'm just going to pray in tongues i'm going to pray in tongues your gifts are compromised at that point it's best for you to lean into being a huyos and not just a technon. What is technon Christianity? You believe in your head and maybe some in your heart, and I'm sure in your spirit you do believe, but the gifts of the Spirit when you were born again and when you were baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and you have the different gifts of tongues, interpretation of tongues, gifts of healing, uh, prof prophecy, all these different gifts of the Spirit. 
even the, you know, the teaching, the preaching, there's all these different gifts. Those are mainly used out of the technon brain <laughs> until you connect your mind, you, you, go down, you go down from your mind, down into your heart, through your heart, through circumcision of the word of God, until you go down into your spirit. And once you go into your spirit with your consciousness and your spirit, your awareness of the word of God and your spirit, when you make that connection, that's when you become a son of God because now you're in the spirit. Now you're not just praying in tongues out of your head, with you know, out of your brain with a gift, an external gift, which is a good gift, but if you just stay in your head, you're going to go around the mountain. And this is the same thing all of us who have gone up and risen in righteousness. It all starts with what does a seed have to do? Go into the ground and die. Go into the earth and die. Go into your earthen vessel and die, which is the seed of the deposit of the word that you hear. Reading the Bible, listening to Joel's bar. It's my fire coming up. Real love always requires death mm -hmm. of wickedness. Agape, Jesus Christ on the cross. Real love always requires death. False love, everything is alive and living. No one has to die. That's Satan. So what's the evidence that you're a son of God? You're being corrected. You're being chastised. You're being rebuked and even scourged. So if you've had to receive some kind of re rebuke, in your recent time or you know in your walk rebuke chastisement scourging that's evidence that you're accepted now in the demonic kingdom in the clippeth they teach in Jezebel Christianity that when you get rebuked that it means you're rejected so that rejection is coming out and they go into the devil's orphanage and they're like oh they're mean to me I was rejected but no the evidence that you're a son of God is that you're receiving correction. Correction is a rejection of mm -hmm. sin. Mm -hmm. If your sins, transgression, iniquities, and wrongdoing, and foreskins are not rejected, God is not treating you as a son and daughter. Mm -hmm. Hello? And that's why people start to feel the demon feelings of rejection. That's a demon yeah. feeling rejection. So don't go with the demon. It means that the, the sin, the behavior is rejected. The sin itself, the behavior, the mannerisms, Whatever that is, it's being rejected. It's because it's demonic. So if you just understand in the moment, even though you're feeling the de demon feelings for a moment, if you just receive the correction and let it go, let it go to the chopping block. When the demon goes, when the demon goes, the feeling goes with it, and then you feel better. But at first, it feels bad, and you feel rejected, and I'm not loved. Why are they picking on me? It's like that most of the time until you start to get privy to oh. It only feels bad for a minute. That's a demon emotion. Since I know that's a demon emotion, it's not a Jesus emotion. Let's put it on the chopping block. I'm just going to humble myself, get the correction, let it. Shh. Now you got to cross they go, and you're a real Christian. And then you feel good after. Oh, thank God, that's gone. I felt horrible. Well, we'll make it simple for terrible. you. God only rejects one thing, not two, one. Wormwood, which is one star that fell from heaven. That's how the Father sees it. That's the only thing that's rejected. It's never going into Jerusalem. It's never going into Zion. It's never coming into Joel's Bar or Red Letter Ministries. It has nothing to do with the living whatsoever. It's all accursed mm -hmm. into the lake of fire for eternity with the false prophet, mm -hmm. the red dragon, and the beast. Amen. Amen. Which will be never-ending revival on earth as it is in heaven. But you have to receive the complete and total rejection of Wormwood, that one star of the one-third that fell, 
in your spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. And most of you have absolutely not done that. You're still clinging to stuff in that one, st- in that one star, mm-hmm. in that one thing that God the Father mm-hmm. rejects and condemns to hell. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, why it feels so difficult for people is because the identity has become wrapped and intertwined with it. Imagine threads stitched together. It's a little tedious of unstitching and unraveling those threads because if your personality this is this is what they do on purpose in Jezebel Christianity so if you've had any time spent under the clippeth which everyone has what they've done is they interweave your personality your likes and your dislikes what you who who you think you are even what you think your destiny is that's a really difficult one Mm -hmm. I know some of our people have overcome a lot of this as they're rising on sapphire stones is the false destiny. They'll give you some kind of uh, prophetics, mixture of prophetics, dreams and visions, and it's a certain way, and you think it's just, it's a very prideful and very just like not uh, not real uh, version of what God actually wants your destiny to be, which is holy and in Him and beyond anything the Clippeth could have ever promised you. But the what, what they do is they get the personality and what you think your destiny is supposed to be, and they interweave it with those demons, and they use your gifts that you got from the Holy Spirit. So there you have, well, I feel validated because I had these mystical experiences. So now what happens is people who've gone really high in charismatic Christianity, but apart from the Sapphire Stone circumcision, have the best, highest level experiences that they think are of God and there was some God in it because he's been trying to get you into righteousness but you weren't listening right people weren't listening but they're just trying you know there was no teaching of it so how are they going to find out unless they could humble themselves to actually hear what God was saying and it just hasn't existed in our perverse generation until this time so what you have is the personality intertwined with the demonic emotions and the demonic false version counterfeit destiny that promises a lot of power and cool things and and you've had the best experiences in any Christians that you know with the most powerful experiences signs and wonders and manifestations and it was in mixture with the clippeth and so what happens is when the correction and the chastisement starts to come and attacks those things the individual feels personally attacked they feel like their destiny is being attacked that's a big one that'll turn them into a rabid dog real quick they feel like their personality, their identity, their identity is a real big stronghold. But Because, no, I, de- I identify, that's who I am. You mean I can't be who I am? That's, you know, the heights of my experiences. But if you are willing to let that go, we saw the picture of Jesus taking the teddy bear away from the little kid. And they're like, no, no. And he's got a really big teddy bear hiding behind his back. Like, no, I have something way better for you. It's like that 100% of the time. But unfortunately, teddy most people Godzilla. don't believe it. Yeah. No more teddy bears. Yeah, teddy. You need teddy god. Teddy god. <laughs> Fear of the Lord. Yeah, the bear. Teddy yeah. T-Rex. Yeah, the bear. That was a bear. Yeah. So if you're willing to unravel some of those things, I do want to share again from our sister who's rising on sapphire stones. We have excellent notes, scribing of righteousness, and I want to read these to you because this deals with exactly what she did to get where she's at. And it's the same thing that we had to overcome to do it. And it's the same thing that you'll have to do to overcome it. It's just the same thing. Angelic protocol. 
in charismatic Christianity under Jezebel's Tower of Bewitchment, it's all different things. Everyone has a different experience. You might have to just sit around and soak for eight hours <laughs> straight until the fire comes. Or we could just go ascend every week, but never circumcise. Yeah. And then something cool happens. And then we're all bewitched and get a little, ooh, Endless Shekinah. And until we're deceived into following the clippeth. And then it's like, no. Endless Sunday morning nonsense. <clears throat> so this is really helpful in notes. This is from Sister Janelle, who's our latest uh, moon creature. Amen. So congratulations, Sister Janelle, on your moon status. Malkut of Isaiah. These are her notes. The process of circumcising Malkut of Isaiah took me about 10 months. So that's not too shabby. No, it's pretty good. The process of circumcising <laughs> Malkut of Isaiah took me about 10 months. D, D minus. <laughs> D minus. D for destruction of the clippeth. Hey, the first that rise get the most grace because uh, no one's ever done it before. Yeah. So at least you're rising. Better than us. Tons of mistakes. Way faster than us. But there'll be tons of grace. The angels will help you because you're attempting to go into Enoch's path of lightning. I noticed that (laughs) everything that you guys are doing on Sapphire Stones, it's not taking as long as it took us to do it because it's getting pioneered. So as you rise, it's actually very helpful to take detailed notes. It's very helpful for a lot of people. It took me 23 years. None of you would be as bad as me. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) okay let's see 10 months but progresses rapidly okay so it took me about 10 months but progresses rapidly as obedience repentance and consecration grows all these points have been regularly taught by the apostles obeying their instructions brings the breakthrough the power of humility in obeying the small things is 100% instrumental in progressing forward. Removing influence from Black Malkut is always replaced by establishing Malkut of Holiness. For example, unfollowing lusty social media accounts means increasing Torah into the eyes. Otherwise, the emptiness will lead you back into worse bondage because you have no strength to resist temptation. Be established by strengthening the inner man by the spirit of Elijah, not by religious outward conformity without the power or grace for transformation. Amen. Dealing with Black Malkut was often like facing a confrontation, as with the fear of man or people-pleasing demons. My breakthrough was recognizing what was the fear and determining what was on the other side of obeying the river was my destiny and inheritance. Obedience brings breakthrough, freedom, and deliverance. Here are some ways the Holy Spirit convicted me and gave grace to repent on my journey through Malkut of Isaiah. Circumcising Black Malkut to establish Malkut of Holiness by learning to obey the river, the spirit of Elijah with practical obedience, cleanliness disciplines, cleaning house, 
chasing out laziness, for example, picking up something I'm tempted to leave for another person to clean, lol. No more victim mentalities or blame games, but taking self-responsibility. Unfollowing favorite meme channels that often used smutty humor. Stop stopping having religious arguments with people online. Always got me reaping condemnation for unrighteous judgment and hypocrisy. That's good. Keeping free from offense at others and leadership. Breaking antichrist influence. As in people pleasing. When I posted witches repent or die mm -hmm. and sharing posts by RLM leadership. Also breaking antichrist influence. Uh, so we have people pleasing poverty and religion. Poverty. Giving charity to the RLM outreaches. Choosing quality and generosity instead of the cheapest options. And then breaking religion, following the river for my time management, freedom from fear of religious bondage, stopping fault finding, criticizing, slandering, and complaining about others past and present in my thoughts, feelings, and words, practicing forgiveness of sins with my sisters and brothers growing in humility to confess my faults and ask forgiveness. And the girls have been doing a good job with that. Killing lustfulness out of my imagination and flesh. Keeping free of covetousness. Repenting in humility to, pre to previously broken relationships and asking their forgiveness. Laying down my longing for the past ways I used to feel drunk or ecstatic in the spirit to be patient with God's work in me now that's a big one for anyone coming out of the drunken mm, glory yeah, movement this is, good. this is somebody who literally took everything that we said seriously wrote it down and then did it and that it works those are all the key points to ascension from earth to moon yep and we have a couple Beautiful. more yeah we have a couple we have some more here too and uh letting go of seeking emotional sustenance from the souls of others this one's huge Letting go of seeking emotional sustenance from the souls of others, as well as refusing to be triggered or crushed, triggered or crushed, by the souls of others. Continually pruning and cutting away thoughts, words, actions that are known to be sin, rooted in pride and lust. Obedience to apostolic instructions to fast, pray, and study. Starting listening to Shadrach's broadcasts. It's good. Best um, one ever today, Shadrach. Yeah, if you missed today's, you definitely have to go back the and get it. The crown of bitterness. Man, that was powerful. Totally life-changing. You gotta get it. If you've ever had any bitter moments in your life or anyone's ever been mean to you ever, go watch that and get healing. Mm. Humbling self to correction and to receive instruction, a.k.a. Kabbalah. Embracing the embarrassment of clinging to the Zadik. Amen. Mm -hmm. Staying in close fellowship and accountability with sisters who are seeking righteousness, resisting religion, and pride to isolate myself. And for the men, that would be sticking close with your brothers. Right. Active in the men's group. And so by staying in close fellowship and accountability, she was resisting religion and pride of isolation. And this is a big one here. 
Taking notes instead of listening only, exclamation point, exclamation point. Taking notes instead of listening only. No monitoring spirits. After four years of Joel's Bar listening only, taking notes made a massive difference and is essential for rising on Sapphire Stone. So after four years, what she couldn't get done in four years took only ten months with note taking. It overcomes Black Sun slothfulness. Yep. Because then you know and you can remember the instruction, write it down, review it, and then do it. But you can't do it if you don't remember it. No one has that kind of a brain yet unless you have perfect, like, auditory version of photographic memory and you can remember every word that was said. Scribing was one-third of the synagogue. Scribing was literally Mm -hmm. one-third of Judaism as a religion. Mm -hmm. Scribes, teachers of the mm-hmm. law, Pharisees. Listen, it's one third of Christianity as well. Truth and Yep. So I want you to set a deadline for yourself to complete your circumcision on Isaiah. And then, you know, get. why don't you put talk to the Holy Spirit and put a d- calendar date. Maybe for some of you it's Yom Kippur. Maybe for some of you it's October 31st. Maybe you've been hearing dates like that already. Okay. Halloween glory. <laughs> all right, like all right. Harvest festival, sister. <laughs> Harvest festival. I want to get sanctified before then. We all dress right. our kids up as lambs and eagles and lions. Right. We go to church. And then we reenact the Isaac on the altar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we, all need, r- we need to. All right. <laughs> That'll keep Unless the kids behaving. Isaac had no power until he was sacrificed. Mm-hmm. He had no inheritance. He was in no righteousness. Mm-hmm. Alright, so taking notes instead of listening only, exclamation point, exclamation point. After four years of Joel's Bar listening only, taking notes made a massive difference and is essential for rising on Sapphire Stones. I'm trying to think, there's nobody on Sapphire Stones right now that hasn't been a proficient note taker. Yeah. Everyone who's not, and everyone who's a good note taker, not as like, you know, everyone who's on Sapphire Stones is a note taker. Okay. That's a the current status. Noble, noble yep. character. Yep. Ceasing, this is another important, ceasing casual and spiritual conversations with the opposite sex in my inbox. Mm, remember, what are one. the yep, What are the only two exceptions for that? Do you remember? Business or military. So, you know, don't manifest the religious demon. If you work in a professional work environment and you have to send an email <laughs> to your coworker, don't go in there explaining to your boss... I don't send emails to, to men. I mean, they can come off as like, I don't sexist. send emails to women. <laughs> That's a good way to get fired. Pack up your desk, you're fired. <laughs> you idiot. Have some wisdom. But also Business or military. That's yep. the only exception. Yep. And military does not is not your situation. If you're repenting from something you need to confess it's in, do not inbox a sister. Do not inbox mm. me. If you're a woman and you have a question about tithing or your tithing issues, do not inbox my husband. Do not inbox, you know, do the men. Do not inbox Shadrach. Do not inbox Shadrach. Don't email him either. Right. Amen. So military or business. And women with women, men with men. If you think you're the exception, It is not. essential. Mm-hmm. And you guys don't understand because God created them male and female. Mm-hmm. Left side, right side, and God is the center. Mm-hmm. You are so far from the standard of the holiness of the Garden of Eden, Mm -hmm. some of you think that's religious. Consider the Mm -hmm. heights from which you've fallen. 
Amen. Again, it works, it's effective, and it's what God's doing. All right. So ceasing casual and spiritual conversations with the opposite sex in my inbox. Stop having conversations or arguments in my thoughts and imagination. There's a big one. How many arguments have you won in the shower this year? Just curious. <laughs> Wrestling your familiars. <laughs> Debating your own familiar spirits. Stop having... I know I've done that a thousand <laughs> like times. Everyone oh, has. Man, until you start cursing our start own demons. cursing them. Sick of this hell messing with me. Yep. Glory. You're better off talking to the holy angels or the holy ghost. Ceasing... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stop having conversation or arguments in my thoughts and imagination. These are demons. Spoken wisely. Not defending myself in the face of criticism or accusations. Repenting of my entire Christian existence up to this moment. <laughs> That's true. I had to do that too. Even with the Elijah mantle of my generation, I had to repent of all my repentance, all of my propheticness, all my Bob mm -hmm. Jonesness, all of my glory streamness, all my miracles, signs and wonders and healings and creative miracles. All of it. You you literally repent of everything you've ever done on earth and mm -hmm. count it a manure pile each rung. Truth, anyhow. Amen. And then we had the confirmation here <laughs> that uh, she said, yep, cleaning up my environment was one of the first real circumcision when I was coming out of Black Malkut. So just cleaning the house. And we've actually had quite a few signs and wonder confirmations from the women today. On There was a recognition that they were kind of looking to scan their inner thoughts to say, what is the thing I don't feel like doing right now? And it ended up, nine times out of ten, being their angelic instruction. Mm. And when they went and did it, there was Shekinah glory. There was breakthrough with their families. There was something, one of the one of the women, she really didn't want to clean a certain place in the house or declutter something. And so we were all practicing. Everyone was practicing. What do I not feel like doing right now? And yep. so then when they went and did it, well, one of the women, she went and did this. And then afterwards, she found out that it was actually something that was bothering her husband. Mm -hmm. And she had no idea. So it ended up working really well for their unity and their peace in the home. And it obviously made her look really good, you know. The angels can see all that stuff. And yeah. so they're always just healing everything. And so it brought peace and healing. <laughs> and it increased, the, the most importantly, increased the Shekinah tangibly in the house. And so they're, what they're realizing today is that thing that you may not feel like doing is likely your angelic instruction uh, because when you're down in Malkut, it can be a little hard sometimes, as you know, to receive the instruction, to know what the instruction is. The first 10 foreskins of your bag of 200 circumcisions, according to King David, to purchase a soul or a new soul, he restores my soul. Mm -hmm. Your first 10 circumcisions are the hardest mm -hmm. because you don't understand anything about the ancient culture of the holy angels and your humanity completely opposes the holy angels. Mm -hmm. That's why the first world, Isaiah, almost no Christian in Christian history has ever escaped it. They've clung to their human spirit, their human heart. All the stuff of their humanity, their human Christianity, their human doctrines, their human teachings, all of it. All of it has to be treated as worthless foreskins. Once you start to understand angelic protocol of the rungs of earth, 
moon, mm -hmm. and stars, as it's written in Genesis chapter 1, how God created the heavens and the earth, and 2, 4, how he recreated them, earth and heavens, you begin to understand the generations of how things work in the path of lightnings of stars and sun and moon, down to where your body is, earth. So, from earth back to moon is the hardest circumcisions. Why? Because your DNA has been earthly for thousands of years, and it's wrong literally about everything. There's nothing mm -hmm. true or right about it. Truth is Jesus at the right hand of the Father, right? Yeah. Jesus says, I am the truth, which means truth has ascended the path of lightnings. All truth you have on earth is BS, mm -hmm. Bull Schmidt. Truth, anyhow. You want to know why the Nefesh is wrong about everything? Yes, I do. Let's find out. I'm already circumcised in those areas. I won't even be offended. All right. Well, as we know, <laughs> as we've already established, Glory. Leviticus 17.11, the Nefesh is in the blood. Well, we just looked at that verse that was shared by Sister Janelle, the righteous man taking care of the animals, caring for the Nefesh of the behemoth. The nefesh is in the blood. Nefesh is a soul level. And I, when my eyes are open to see the invisible, when people are walking around that don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I can see their one layer nefesh soul. It's like a clear white, it looks like an outline of them. It kind of trails behind them a little bit when they walk that hovers around them. That's their one layer nefesh. That's all they have. They have body and they have their soul. They're not alive in their spirit. There's not any raw activity alive and active in them. They're like the walking dead. And, but, the, but they just have that one layer. It's grace that they can live and walk and move around in that state. So the nefesh, which is that invisible layer of soul, the lowest level of soul is nefesh. It's in the blood according to Leviticus 17.11. Well, where's your blood? Your blood's in your body. That's the behemoth. Your flesh, your animated body, that's your behemoth. Truth in you. So you have the blood running through the body. So you have body or behemoth. That's what that represents. And then you have the nefesh. So, well, I thought this is my body. Why you is it behemoth. my hungry? Why is it when I'm hungry, it's about my nefesh? Well, that's the seat of the appetites. Mm. The desire and will of your appetites come from your soul, which is in your blood. The nefesh clings to the behemoth. The nefesh clings to the body. When you talk about Klingons, you're talking about unclean blood, right? When you have the this Nile, so when you have the blood, the Nile River flowing in your bloodstream, spiritual Nile of Egypt, you have unclean animals and creatures in your blood. And that's why you talk about those blood level deliverances. Oh, I feel like it can't, crawled out of my blood, you know? Mm -hmm. My blood feels cleaner after that fast. Fasting and prayer does it to get that nefesh level deliverance. If you got stuff going on, the nefesh wants to do its own thing. Crucify that nefesh, put the Bible in and pray and do a little water fast. Like one or two days water fast when you're learning righteousness is powerful. Very powerful. That's what Egyptian sorcery mm -hmm. is, is burying the image of the crocodiles, the foul mm -hmm. birds. The cats, the witchcraft spirits, all the fallen angels mm -hmm. in the blood of the nefesh soul. 
Yep. It's called sorcery and augury. Yep. And so that's that Nile of those Egyptian sorceries. And so since the blood is in your behemoth, your body that's animated by your vitality, your vitality is your nefesh. So nefesh is the soul that clings to the body. It's the closest uh, to your body. Your body, your physical body is a throne for the nefesh. The nefesh is meant to be a throne for the ruah. And it goes up and up like that. So you need to cleanse the blood. If the life is in the blood, or the nefesh, your vitality of life, is in your blood, there should be a cleansing of nefesh, and that's also going to be a cleansing of the behemoth. Right? A righteous man, a zadik, strong, uh, Strong's H6662, takes care of the nefesh and the behemoth. Which means, what it says, no man ever hated his wife, but he feeds her and clothes her. In a Kabbalistic interpretation mm. of mystic interpretation, so that's good. your nefesh. No one wow. ever hated his own nefesh or behemoth. You clothe it, you take care of it. <laughs> you take care of it. It's a seed wow. of the appetites. You take care of it. <laughs> you clothe it in grace and holiness and righteousness. It's better than having a dog. You have a behemoth. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Check out my pet behemoth. <laughs> Look how I animate it's it. It's called God's original <laughs> design. <laughs> And it's, it's fun. Animating your behemoth via your nefesh as you go up the rungs is incredibly fun. And you can't fathom Probably what that's Probably have a Leviathan like. later on eventually, too. Uh, I have a verse for that. I know. Okay. I have a... okay. It's not just the fallen angels that have all the stuff, guys. Hello? We have two-thirds. That's so Raymond. It, it was a Holy Ghost mm. highlight before we even started. All right. We'll go to that one in a minute. But So cleansing... So when you're in a fish, that's like, think about it like a candle. When you have a candle, the wax, the wax and the wick, that represents the body. Flesh and bone, right? The wax is the flesh, the wick is the bone, and you see the little black flame, the black flame, what's the black flame? When you look at the wick of a candle and it's burning, there's a little black spot there. It's where the fire touches the wick where it touches the candle and it melts the wax. That's the nefesh. It's light, but it's black. I am black, but lovely. Mm. Innovative words of Torah. If I've only heard that, it's enough. <laughs> oh, thanks. Man, that's going to make me cry. Ooh. And so you're repairing the damage of Shekinah. How do you know there's damage to Shekinah? Because your nefesh that was born was imperfect. And all generation of souls come through Shekinah within union with Tiferet. And what the demonic tries to do with the second heavens being ruled by the enemy, by the Klippeth, because why? There's no flesh and blood. You need behemoth, nefesh, zadik. For the law of Torah of the people of God to rule and reign in the earth and in the second heavens. Why? Because God gave dominion of the earth to man. And we're the Zedekim of the Zedek, Jesus Christ, high priest of glory. Hebrews 9-11 it is written. Amen. Canceling all Septembers of 9-11 sorcery of the Klippeth of the USA for all eternity. Bam. Amen. Amen. So the way God created the heavens and the earth, <laughs> his light he's put inside of you. You're a believer, you're full of the creator light. What's the generation of worlds? What world do you currently live in? Your own sapphire stone design inside of you, that's your sapphire stone DNA. 
we know that it's not working properly, otherwise things would be a little different, right? So how do you go about rectifying that or healing that? When you do it in yourself, <laughs> in your heart. When you go through the circumcisions, it cleanses your blood by cleansing your nefesh. So when your nefesh becomes cleansed, it's that thing that's in the blood. If you have a clean nefesh, you will have clean blood, clean bone, clean flesh. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Take your bones into Zion. Yeah, let the glory of the Holy Spirit burn you as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Use your bodies for the good works He's prepared for you. Use your bodies as the temple controlled by the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you receive from God. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with what? <coughs> behemoth. Honor your God flesh, with your, behemoth. your body. It is written. 1 Corinthians 6. So if amen. you can simply, amen, if you can simply use your God-given will to steer your nefesh and your behemoth into what God is asking you to do instead of what you feel like doing, that invisible layer of your nefesh, it wants, it craves, it has appetites. That's the sexual appetites, the food appetites, the I want to do what I want to do, when I want to do it. If you make that by your choice at hearing the word of God, to obey the impulse of the Holy Spirit, even though you don't feel like doing it, that's how you begin your circumcision. Mm. And so when if you can simply just will it to be done by God's will and God's word instead of what you feel like doing. Why do you feel like fornicating? Why do you feel like eating that double, triple, Big Mac cheeseburger with bacon and fries for the fifth time this week, Johnny? Or hot dogs. Put down the burger. Why do you feel like doing what you shouldn't do? When the Apostle Paul wrote, what I want to do, it's like I want to, I, I feel this, and I, I, but I do that. I what do the it? thing I don't want to do. What was I don't want to do, do, do. I get that to do, do. Ah. Paul needed a revelation of the cross, and he got it. And he got it, and he preached it. So that layer of nefesh, why does the nefesh, appetites of the seat, want to do the wrong thing? But there's a part of you, you're born again, that wants to do the right thing. So why are you at war with the carnal desires? Because the place where the clippeth first has infiltrated you since birth is in the nefesh, which is in the blood. Amen. Unclean blood. Right? Yep. The father sins, the mother sins, the unclean flesh and bone and blood inherited generational curses, the fall of man, Adam and Eve, and all the way back. Blood manipulation, <laughs> which is sorcery. Technically, it's hu it's human animal blood, so it's augury yeah. as the form of sorcery. Augury is what you deal with. Yeah. Ooh. Crazy and I'm delivering myself, doing this too, uh -huh. preaching it. It's a double-edged sword, as I get it too, so it's good. I saw a license plate today that said dragon on oh. it. And not the seraphim either, so look <laughs> out. So what is this confrontation the last couple of days? I love it. Why? Because the battle belongs to Yadivave, the master of my spirit, soul, mind, and body. He always throws me in the worst part of the battle every season of my life for 24 years. And I watch him inside my body just decimate demon after demon after witch after witch after warlock after warlock after religionist and self-righteous. I mean, it's just a massacre with Jesus Christ. It's like he's a warlord 
riding on a white horse or something, and he's just undefeated, more than conquering Jesus Christ, King of Angel Armies. And it's fascinating to watch him win in battle after battle. And so the confrontation of this battle the last couple days has been amazing because I'm inside Jerusalem's walls. And the battle's outside Jerusalem's walls, so it's Mm -hmm. kind of pushed a distance, a safe distance, so no harm is done to anything in my life whatsoever, but great harm done a distance away from my ministry, a distance away from my marketplace, a distance away from my Jerusalem of the Lamb of God. Great harm and great confrontation. But the holier you are in your nefesh and blood, the further it's pushed away to protect you like a circle. The impenetrable walls of Jerusalem. But if you have the enemy in you, it comes right into your walls. This is the temple, which means this is the holy place that can produce the walls of Jerusalem, your bodies are the temples, right? First Corinthians, it says that. So now we're learning how to push the battle further and further away from our bodies so no harm is done to our bones, not one bone is broken to our blood, sin, sickness, disease, uh, anything of sorcery, witchcraft, augury, demons, um, evil sinners, wicked men, greedy businessmen, or lustful whores, or whatever thing you're dealing with. It can be pushed so far away from you because of your holiness. Mm-hmm. Holiness tortures sinners, and I enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's fun. So you can actually torture people, mm-hmm. as it's written in Song of Solomon. They mm-hmm. have become the prisoners of divine love. Mm-hmm. That's Song of Solomon chapter 8. It is written. They are the prisoners, are imprisoned by the fire mm-hmm. of the holiness of the God, Yadevave, mm-hmm. I am that I am. Amen. And his lamb, Jesus Christ. So they're just burning and they're churning. They're mm-hmm. manifesting. It's crazy. Agri, the sorcerers of the matrix mm-hmm. of Babylon the Great, just being tortured by the standard of the sons of God raised in these days. And somebody better celebrate because we're totally kicking their butts. Why? Because we're done with sin in every level of existence. There's no interest of anything the other side of hell has from the tenth week of Lucifer, Satan, in his bone throne in Keter, all the way down to the bowels of Malkut of Isaiah and the bones under Paris, France right now. Mm -hmm. None of that has any interest in our lives whatsoever and hopefully in yours as holy Christians unto Jesus Christ. Therefore, you just get more and more consecrated. How many of y'all know the Bible says the rewards of consecration or something? glorification of something something so those who he consecrated he also glorified setting them apart from sin sickness and disease and sinners and wickedness and sorcery and augury for a holy people unto himself come out of her my people what kind of her is that her the whore of babylon what is a whore of babylon a christian that's still in the clippeth system as kurt cobain said everyone's a whore. So you don't have to blame your spouse. It's like, look in the mirror, Buckwheat. You're dealing with you only. Consecrate yourself and your whoredom and your sins and your adulteries with Mm -hmm. demon spirits and burying their image Mm -hmm. through augury and get those first 10 circumcisions in your spirit, man. And when you look in the mirror, you can smile (laughs) because you can start to see the Shekinah of Jesus through receiving Mm -hmm. the sword of the Lord. You're getting more saved. Mm-hmm. Salvation isn't yeah. just on or off, fire insurance or not. The Bible says it's degrees of glory. Second Corinthians three eighteen. We go from one degree of salvation to a greater degree of salvation glory by the Spirit who is 
the Lord, Yadivafe. Amen. Woohoo! Amen. I love it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it about, oh, my husband looked at a man or looked at a woman. <laughs> that and, happens, uh, y'all. <laughs> They're out there. And you're out there with Fabio, fornicating with Fabio Jesus <laughs> in your Christian pretend wonderland. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, emotionalism, emotional pornography for women, and eye mm-hmm. lust for men is usually yeah. what it is. That's the, the counterfeit the of the flesh yeah. and blood of human beings. It all needs to be terminated. How? Mm-hmm. Terminated by Torah. So before That'd you be a good meme. terminated by Torah, yeah, the Terminator. I'll be back. Terminator too. <laughs> With circumcision. Snip, snip. Get ah! to the neshama. Get to the neshama. Get to the chaya. Amen. Get to the chaya. Get a nice house. Get a nice palace. Get a chaya house of wisdom and then go get a palace physically. And then you'll already know how to take good care of it and clean it because... Help the apostles instead of harming us. Yes. Which almost has never happened yet in this generation. Wake up. But I'm keeping my hopes up. Anyway, if you have any issue with your family members or your spouse, I just have one question for you. What rung are you on? What rung you know why they call it Malkut? Ancient Hebrew wisdom, come and see. Because it rhymes with Maotut because you still value the manure pile. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, your appetites can change. Malpoop. Malpoop. Because you still value the human being. (laughs) Deliver me. Deliver me. You know. You value the human being versus valuing Torah. It's just, just do a little cardio with a slight calorie deficit <laughs> false love is valuing the manure pile the human being instead of taking it to torah and butchering the animals in your heart souls minds and bodies to grow in shekinah glory with the angels just put the dishes Welcome to in real the dishwasher <laughs> just put the dishes in the dishwasher just, just fold your laundry and put it away amen amen renew your driver's license <laughs> i need that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> conviction <laughs> Officer, I promise I didn't know. <laughs> We're coming back from New York, y'all. Like it, hold up in the like, TSA. Your this is driver's expiring. license expired. I looked at her. It's like, so irresponsible. Like, don't I don't drive very much. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. Where is my accuser? Okay, okay. And now the grace abounded, and yeah. she's like, whoo, man, I shouldn't even let you fly, but Here you, go. you can go this time mm-hmm. with an expired driver's license <laughs> <Let me> <laughs> yeah the angel let me know heads up like they're gonna have a problem with your id and i was like what do you mean problem with my id the angel wasn't angels never lie and i was like what is he talking about so he the specific instruction was to measure the amount of what i released onto the tsa agent to not trigger the goat too all of much. her kabbalah was being poured on that lady yeah you should have seen it they had an angel standing in my right hand telling me what to do he's like don't worry i have sapphire <laughs> stone authority <laughs> of the law of israel like moses you're gonna let me through that's like you know oh. master jedi the jedi mind trick <laughs> i don't need an id <laughs> you don't need an id you're welcome you have that that scanning ability of the retina of your eye which is the eye of jesus christ of the lamb of god you're free to go. Lamb chop wants to fly home now. <laughs> Would you like your steak medium rare and first class free upgrade? Yes, please. Oh, With man. some salt and pepper. Oh, man. Okay, okay. Well, your appetites can change. And kitty cocktails. Because you know we're Nazarites. Nazarites. Is that what they call them, kitty cocktails? You can call them anything you want. Mocktails. Mocktails. No-hitos. 
no, he Godka, Godka. Instead of tequila, we have Tahelia. Tahelia. Mm -hmm. Instead of Budweiser, Bloodweiser. Holy Ghost. Instead of marijuana, Jehovah wanna. And I think you better recognize. Amen. Glory. So what about your appetites? What about if what you want isn't what God wants? What if what God is asking you to do isn't what you feel like doing? What do you do? You can simply choose with the will that God has given you to do it anyway. What is that? That's grace. Now, let's look at the natural realm. How do you know it's just grace working in your life that you have the ability to choose to do what you don't feel like doing? In the time of common grace, we see an example. Anyone who wants to be disciplined in the time of common grace has been able to simply choose to do what they're afraid of doing and choose to face their fears and choose to get up and do what they don't feel like doing. Think about someone. How many stories have you heard of someone who said, I'm going to choose, you know, this year to do something I'm afraid of doing. They'll go, you know, skydiving or they'll go do... They'll uh, launch a business. They'll evangelism they'll with the RLM TV buckwheat army cards. That's a good one. I'm so afraid. In that time of common grace, <laughs> you see that God has given the humans ability to just choose to do what they don't feel like doing. What do they say it takes 21 days to establish a new habit? That's how long it takes to do a basic rewire in your nefesh simply by choosing with your will that God has given you the grace to choose to do what you don't feel like doing, 21 days to start a new habit, get up and make my bed every day, or get up, you know, whatever it is you've seen in the time of common grace, anybody who's alive can just choose to change. Totally. Discipline. And as long as they're living somewhat decently toward other human beings, they have a much higher rate of being capable of it, especially if they give charity. The early bird gets the worm. Right. So you'll see people do these new habits. They take care of their health or they set new goals or they, they take risks. They work 18 hours a day and they become millionaires. And they're like, how? I'm still poor. Mm -hmm. Yep. So when you're dealing with divine grace and not just common grace, there's something even better available to you. But what we see, unfortunately, with a lot of charismatic clippeth Christianity is the situation is much lower and much worse than even just what's out there in the common grace, people just doing kind of trying to do the right thing. Where you see it's just, it's struggle. A lot of that is because you are the people of God. You're called, you want to follow God. But when you're in the valley, when you're under the clippeth control, when you're under the bewitchment of Jezebel's tower, <laughs> you actually have it much worse than pretty much anybody else because there's no elevation. Which means if your blood is at such a low elevation under the mineral level the plant dirt level under the rocks and the dirt and the mud well then you have the mud and the nile and all the gross creatures who are constantly impulsing your nefesh to tell your body your behemoth toxic american leisure to do the wrong culture. thing exactly and that's overloaded by what the black sun work so mm -hmm. you can go on vacation insanity mm -hmm. you know jesus i want to ask you about your work weeks how many hours are you working a week well, how many hours did your master, which is, means Lord in Hebrew, work per week? You read the Bible, you probably know the verse, but you probably haven't applied it to your life because you still deal with black sun laziness. Jesus Christ said, my father is always working, therefore I am as well. 
Jesus was working seven days a week, 24 hours a day. That's going to kill me. No, it won't. You don't turn him off. Do you need sleep and rest? In the Shekinah glory. But if you're not working for that glory cloud, riches that don't spoil, you've never worked a day in your lives. And that's why a lot of you are still poor and cursed. You haven't learned to accumulate glory like Jesus who said, My Father is always working. Who is your Father? Is it a human being or are you born again? If God is your Father, always be working. And it doesn't mean stress yourself out. It means work for a greater glory so you have an angelic ability to work as God works. My yoke is easy, my burden is light, which means 24 hours a day, seven days a week working is easy for angels. That's clearly what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. The issue is you identify with the human being instead of the angel of the Lord, God I am who created the heavens and the earth. That's why you have limitations, which means little faith. Oh, you have little faith, you can only work 40 hours a week. Oh, you have little faith, you can only work 80 hours a week. My father is always working. What is always working? Perfect faith. Truth anyhow. Earth and the curse of the fall is a place of total laziness. It's absolutely true. And it's not about running your fingers into the grave until the flesh comes off your bones. It's not slavery. You're not under the religious demon of the Klippeth. You're not under the Satan's. You're working for the Lord, for wages that don't spoil. What is that? For the light of the Father to grow inside your hearts. This is why we're excellent in everything. Because it's the only way to accumulate more glory. And if glory is not your goal, you're not a Christian yet. Amen. Why? <laughs> Yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Whose? Father. The purpose of existence. The reason why we work. The reason why I broadcast more than any Christian ministry on this planet for the last 10 years. Nobody has worked as hard as I have in Christian broadcasting. Find one man who has put out as many hours as I have the last 10 years. They don't exist. No one has broadcast more hours of Christian wisdom content of the glory of God than Red Letter Ministries. Why? Because my father never sleeps. Are you stressed out? No, I love it. I absolutely love working for the Father and not for men. That's why we don't do messages, messenger. I don't do personal ministry. We don't do earthly Christianity. We do a feast table. You can ascend rungs through circumcision through the ministry of angels in regular kingdom Christianity that most of you know nothing about. And you're actually in a critical, unrighteous, judgmental spirit against killing yourselves as you're being told the spirit of truth right now. Repent and believe and you shall see the glory of God. It is written. Amen. Amen. So when you're working in Egypt and you've got the Nile creatures in the blood, fallen angels, demons, spirits, familiars, clinging, the Klingons that cling to the Nefesh that's in the blood, that's their impulse to animate your body in a way that makes them happy instead of in a way that pleases God. Enoch walked with God. His life was pleasing to God, so God took him. So that means you're overcoming 
the nefesh impulses of the fallen creatures in the blood. It's all about the purification of the nefesh and the blood. Now, where were they at in Egypt with the Nile? Under Pharaoh's domain. Under Johnny's and Jambre's black and white witchcraft sorcery. Were they the people of God, believers? Yes. But what was their mindset? It wasn't the holy people of God mindset. It was Egyptian mindset. Egyptian mind control. And you see that programming in this type of society. What is it? Work hard. Hustle hard. Gotta pay the bills. Gotta build those bricks for Pharaoh, even at the cost of what? Family, the lives of their children, all their freedom. And there was just no way out. It seemed like no way out. And it was just the uncleanness of the Nile. And that was in their bloodstream. And what was their mentality? You find out their mentality later on when they're in the wilderness. And they said, well, at least when we were in Egypt, we could eat what we wanted. It was that black sun slothfulness. Well, I just, at least I can work hard and eat what I want. If I can just work hard and eat what I want, I can just work hard. Sometimes I get a vacation, and I just want to work hard and go to my next vacation. They had the Elohim it. of Pharaoh in their mm -hmm. bellies. And black sun Belphicor of that laziness sloth, what was the main god that you see represented in the Egyptian time? It was the sun. They called it, you know, Ra. We have in our history books the sun god Ra, Pharaoh and the sun god. Mm -hmm. The sun was their god. It was a black sun. That's why they had that mentality. Work, work, work. Or if you're Egyptian, enslave others. Everyone below me, work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to be with Johnny's and Jambres under the clippeth. And steal the grace of the Jews. Yep. And so they're stealing grace. Modern day augury. And so by enslaving them to what? Johnny's and Jambres, that's black and white witchcraft, which is religion. And building pyramids. Buildings made by human hands. So you see the same thing. Skyscrapers. So now they build skys well, skyscrapers and palaces for the pharaoh and for his uh, magicians and his palace and all those people, his officials. But the people of God were forced to making pyramids. And now what do you see? Churches with steeples or now the modern ones, they don't have a steeple. <laughs> but they do just They're use the energy. Pyramids. And it's all about harvesting the energy and taking the grace from the people of God, which are Ziggurat, the Christians. Sumerian sorcery. It's so exactly it's all about it human harvesting human energy. And so what do they do? You work, 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 work. Make sure you build that pyramid. You got to go to the house of, house of God. And what do you find there? The star of Ramphon. You see uh, Molech and Pan and the goat had every single I've been Lucifer, out of mostly. yeah the Holy Spirit took me and showed me out of body the steep whether they had the steeple physically or not behind the veil and they have of every church building made by human hands which are Egyptian modern day Egyptian pyramids built by the believers that's how they steal the grace from you so you live down in the mud and they live in palaces with 10 trillion dollars of the clippeth Mm -hmm. And they That's don't tell you works. any secrets, oral Nothing. tradition. They just give you religion every Sunday morning. And if Sunday you morning. make any little mistakes, they be sure make sure you're condemned. Don't. You need to be nice. Well, you want money? That's wrong for you to want money. Mm. Poverty, poverty. So anytime you want to increase, they say, "Well, you're they, you can't go out of poverty." Look at them. They're bearing the image of burst beads. They're in the Nile. Mm -hmm. They have the low-level demons. They're we're more eligible in our self-righteousness with high-level. Kabbalah, high-level image-bearing of Elohims. Many Elohims are their false gods. But they're like, we're taking care of society. If they rose up and they it's became wealthy, if they rose up and they become wealthy, the people of God, they wouldn't even know how to manage it. It would all just go to crap. So we actually have the legal right, and we're external. We do good works. We give to charity. We do philanthropy. 
the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Every big gift you see of the yeah. celebrities on Facebook, they mm -hmm. celebrate it with a meme. It's all Satan. Yep. So all that self-righteousness and organization of Clippus structure, how do they have grace? They harvest it from human Christians by gathering them into church buildings of religion. They don't care what denomination is. Just go build a pyramid so we can harvest your energy. Yep. Every single one of those church buildings, those denominations, when they're not walking in cosmic righteousness, has a demon god or fallen angel at the top of it that its job is to harvest the soul energy of the Christians. And it's completely full of witchcraft. That's all of them. But there's not You've one exception to that. You've been augured like batteries in Satan's matrix mm -hmm. with the sorcerers of Babylon the Great professionally for 500 years in all mm -hmm. Western nations. And this is only news. Wake up. Yeah, and this is only maybe news to you. The sorcerers have known and been propagating this repeatedly for a long time. It's no news to them. People are just now starting to wake up at the hearing and the preaching of this word. So that's what you're escaping. Mm -hmm. Augury, the clippeth. Religion. Matrix. And you're coming into the kingdom of heaven and start to really value the things of God and get real because your lives depend on it. Your lives during this time, right now, the climax mm -hmm. of the ages, the maturity of the times, it's the maturity of Cain's seed line mm -hmm. and also Christ's seed line. The best of times for the righteous, the mm -hmm. worst of times for the wicked, but there will be a resurrection of the living mm -hmm. and the dead, which means they'll both mm -hmm. go the heights of the ten weeks mm -hmm. in the maturity of Cain's seed, for he was born of the evil one, Peter says, and the maturity of mm -hmm. Christ's seed, the good sower, with the good seed mm -hmm. of the good Torah, the good news of the mm -hmm. gospel that saves us. And they both mature ten weeks, and then it'll be final showdown. Amen. Amen. So why is it then you'll see someone who is um, Armageddon? Yeah, low-level Christianity, totally bewitched. They're being harvested, their energy week after week, just going to Sunday service, just trying to be a good person, trying to do the right thing, trying to build up the house of God, build the pyramid, right? Getting siphoned every week. That's what happens. So Drunk why is on it, the blood of the saints? It so is written. Why is it that you can see someone like that who's trying? to serve God and then failing and they can't even hardly keep their eyes off of a beautiful woman. It seems almost impossible because they're so low in Malkut, like black, they're maybe down in the lowest rungs of Malkut of Isaiah or even black Malkut in the layers of hell because they've been brought down by these principalities mm -hmm. down into Gehenna and because their life looks like Gehenna. It's They're a, being augured by the clippeth, mm -hmm. and therefore the animals in them are mm -hmm. always sinning through them because mm -hmm. of the elevation and the resistance mm -hmm. of circumcisions. So why is it that someone who goes to church week after week in that situation, they can't hardly help but lust after anybody who looks somewhat even attractive, and they just they keep mm -hmm. lusting with their eyes. They can't even stop looking. They can't even hardly. It's it's so much effort for them to even just not watch pornography or just like not eat what horrible things for them or not like just look down on themselves beat themselves up but then you have a clippeth sorcerer <laughs> yeah. who has a nice fancy mansion mm -hmm. surrounded by beautiful women but he controls where he looks he's not subject to looking at the women even though he's a total lustful pervert yep. of clippeth sorcery why does he not why is he not enslaved this is what they do their priesthood and all their organizations they'll go into the old testament and they'll say What's the uh, the sacrifice for, you know, the lustful things or sexual sin? And they'll take such and such an animal. So then you might have groups of people, since they have groups of their sorcerers, 
whether some some people they'll practice they project in the to the invisible realm and they use sorcery to cause accidents and death so they'll harvest groups of people who image bear the specific animal because they if you go in the invisible realm you can see the animal heads on people's faces it's not it's, of the time. and this is invisible realities it's not just like well i don't think that way i'm god's i've been i'm i'm made in the image of god it's like well why is there a cow on your face you know it's just it's there or it's not it's it's real yep. it's not just what you think so they'll they'll harvest people with those image bearing of those specific animals that are requirement biblically in the old testament priesthood of killing animals and they'll go to their demon overlords and say well these groups of people these and this such people they are choosing with their god-given right and their will to bear the image of this animal that's actually the perfect animal for this sacrifice and so they'll cause accidents with partnering with demons and sorcerers who project out of their bodies or just planned uh, massacres or you know planned uh, things that look like you know there's a terrorist attack or there's a accident happened or some freak accident happened these disasters these fires you know whatever and then the people are killed and it's planned and they make it look like an accident or they will might brainwash some person and unleash them for a shooting right because That's you have all the wars have been as when well. they want children it's because they want a pure if it has to be like a spotless animal image bearing because some of the priesthood of the old testament requires uh animals without defect that's why they go after children because even though they're animal bearing the image because of their parenting mm. they're more pure in their heart so it's a more pure acceptable sacrifice to their demon overlords still an animal image on a baby so then they'll have the Deal school shootings it. they'll do all these things and so they use that as their satanic priesthood and they what do the, what does the priest do they lay the hands on the animal satanically or demonically whether it's invisible or physical uh you know some people they still do like the old school they'll kidnap people and do a human sacrifice that happens they love the immigrants i've been in the invisible no realm and seen it, it still happens yeah or human trafficking and things like that so what they do is the priesthood they impart the sins of their clippeth sorcerers and their rich elite who serve their satans faithfully and they impart it just like the old testament says they impart their sins into the children into the people into the believers they especially hate believers they think you're the worst disgusting lowest image bearing lower than them because they're higher they're image bearing fallen angels of beauty and light and that's why they have the beauty and the money and they have all the stuff that's actually supposed to go to the inheritance of God, but God's yep. people are down in the mud crawling around with the earthworms, not listening to the Zadik of their generation because they want to have their own kingdom, do their own thing their own way, and they want to play in the mud. And that's just the situation. So when they impart as the Old Testament priesthood through their satanic priesthood interpretation of Old Torah, Moses' Torah, they know the oral tradition of Moses, but they use it for Satan's cabal of Klippeth. They impart, they take, and they transfer all the sins and the lust of the sorcerers and all their greed and lust and covetousness and sins against God and they impart it into the image of that animal that matches the biblical description of what to do and they kill them and so they stay clean clean technically clean which means they don't have to be demon possessed with those lower level demons they're possessed with a higher level more cleanly cleanliness kind of looking demon they're still unclean whitewashed tombs but they get to have a higher mannerism they're more high class they can do all these different that's things that's what freemasonry actually is 
and they all take vows and it's very secret but all you have to do to learn freemasonry is just like read leviticus uh and that's it that's just apply that to human Except sacrifice have, and image bearing you know very very walled mm -hmm. in secret society buildings and they've discovered many of them with tunnels under the buildings for trafficking human beings. Let's so, look at the mountain ranges. You know, like that. Yep, busted. So that's what they do on the left side. That's why someone will be high up on the left-hand side in the clippeth by serving demonic satans or their sorcerers who are over them. Because mm. you serve the the you serve a person who serves a god before you serve the God directly. Right it's like that on either side. So if you're down in the Valley of Decision, caught in between two kingdoms, going in and out of the kingdom, that's a very dangerous place to be. Okay. So what are you gonna do? What are you going to do about it? Step one. Get the circumcision of Malkut of Isaiah. Righteousness. The Sephirah on the right hand side here. Is your only protection from that satanic sorcery and priesthood of the satanic Melchizedek. That's it. It's just simply circumcision on sapphire stones. Righteousness. Righteousness is the antithesis to Balaam's sorcery, to Jane's and Jabri's sorcery and witchcraft. Which means step one, come out of her, my people. So come out of the clippeth made by human hands, church buildings, you know, trying to be a do-gooder, doing good, just trying my best, but still under that demonic cap. Still under the false prophet, still under the Tower of Jezebel. Come out of that paganist, paganism, paganism, Christian paganism entirely. Even though they're well-meaning people, most of them, it's infiltrated, it's full of witchcraft, and it's going to be destroyed. So come out of her, my people. That's step one. Well, you don't want to go into Jezebel isolation, what do you do? Find those who are walking in righteousness. Even if for a season it means it feels like you look like you're walking alone, friends and family, they don't understand. Most people are not going to understand the depth of the situation that's happening. God has opened up your eyes for you to see it. That's why you can see and comprehend it. He has called you. He has chosen you. So what are you going to do about it? He's asking you to do something about it. The only way that you can take down that structure on the left is if you have the equivalent height on the right, or you're together with a squadron of people who are at various heights in the holy way of righteousness here on the right. That's the true authority of the kingdom of God. It's often coming in the form of humility. The one on the left, the other kingdom, they often come in the form of just externally a lot of dunamis, a lot of signs and wonders, power signs and wonders, gifts of the spirit that can be hijacked by the clippeth. Remember, if you have somewhere in your life that you're compromised, the gifts of, your, of the spirit that were given to you when you were born again and filled with the spirit 
can be compromised. So you need to become a huyo son of God, not anymore just a technon son of God. And as you discover this within you, and you go up sapphire stones through proper circumcision, just like we've been teaching, and now people are starting to do it, and they're experiencing it. It's working. It's starting to work. These are the early beginnings of this. So it's causing the matrix to disassemble and fall apart. And I've never seen the warlocks of Babylon the Great in America more hectic. I actually saw a high-level mason the other day that looked like he'd been burned in a furnace. And his skin was like red and crusty, like he'd been burned alive. I said, oh Lord Jesus, we're winning. <laughs> Amen. I love the look of the burnt warlock, don't you? Amen. In Jesus' name. If they're not willing to repent, God the Father says, I suffer not a witch to live. Amen. Truth anyhow, Jesus Christ, Revelation 2, I will come and kill you with the sword of my mouth, decimating your children utterly, your posterity and bloodlines, into the lake of fire, it is written. I don't know what Bible you're reading. Yeah. Read the red letters of Revelation 2 and 3 and get with it. Amen. Amen. Your heights on the sapphire stone is the strength of your Torah. Amen. That's traversing the Torah. We talked about that yesterday. So what is a bouquet of white roses? What is my dream to bring the Father? Is raising you guys up mm. through proper and full and complete, complete circumcision to where each of you are... See the top of the mountain there? That white rose gleaming somewhere over the rainbow. That's an, okay. Is that's an Israelite <laughs> on top of that mountain. That's so, a real Jew. A whole bunch of those... A whole bunch of Yuchita is going to be a whole bunch of Jesus Christ, Christ ones. Firstborn of how many? Many. Many. All of you guys. Come Raised, on. it is written. Raised. So lift your eyes out of the mud of Malkut, whatever situation, circumstances, depression, and understand you're going to go a lot higher than that. That's just your circumstance right now. So whatever you got to do <laughs> to use the will that God has given you, the grace he's given you, to choose to do what you don't feel like doing, not just random things you don't feel like doing, but specifically following the instructions. It is when you, so worth it. Oh my gosh. You struggle a little bit in the beginning. Even if you have to struggle a lot, keep your eyes, NASA your eyes to Keter. Mm. So to the white rose realm where you're going to get a Yachita mm -hmm. to be a Christ one mm -hmm. and have an army of Jesuses. Yeah. How many prophecies have you heard the prophets talk about in the last generation? There's going to be an army of Jesuses. Those are going to be the higher power signs and wonders. But he's waiting. Why is it very humble? and very lowly in appearance now. Mm -hmm. he, he's keeping things hidden on purpose, for his purposes, because he wants to know when it's not super out there and in your face and obvious, who actually really cares and wants to know him? Yeah. For his character, not just for the flashy things. Because if we were out Without here just- all of his stuff. If we were just out here raising graveyards, emptying hospitals, you know, we'd have so many sponsors, everybody would be bandwagoning. Mm. He doesn't want that. He doesn't if want we your money. If we're into strange fire, we'd be a mega ministry. Yeah. I've had those temptations decades ago. It, it's not... God wants the kingdom to be financed, but he doesn't want just people bandwagoning on just because it's flashy. That's not who he is. He wants to know who's really loyal to him. This is a time when the chosen are chosen, which means even when, hey, even when it's difficult, even when it's not flashy, if it's just like, hey, you can build the Christ nature and have good character and discipline and cleanliness and knowing him and not so much caring about the flashy dunamis like on the other mountain range we talked about. Exousia. Circumcision gives you exousia. That's the power of authority. Authority is much greater than dunamis, which is power. 
there is dunamis of the kingdom, but often he tempers that with humility to see who wants to just develop his nature. You know, we used to, for me, I used to go after, oh, I want to know yeah. all the words of knowledge and read name. people's thoughts and, yeah. and, and heal. So I started walking in healings. I started healing people. I started reading my coworkers' thoughts. That was a fun season. Like, I would do stupid stuff like this. We had, um, I was like, all right. I would talk to my coworker. All right, no, no. Think, think, take one item out of anything on the menu tonight and yell it in your thoughts as loud as possible. Louder. Yell it. And I'll repeat it back to him. He's like, oh, my gosh, what did you do? I'd be like reading people's thoughts. And, uh, or they had a warlock come in, some warlock's kid, Lucifer, they put him in, dropped them in. It was a nice restaurant we were working at, some, some Masonic people, messed up people's kid. And they'd put him there when I was on vacation. And everyone's like crying when I come back because I've been praying and healing people. I've been healing people all over work and getting them saved and accidentally baptized one of them in the Holy Spirit (laughs) on accident. It was pretty funny. It was like early on, I was trying, I was, I was, you know, reading thoughts and doing all the fun sign. I was having my heyday of, I want to do the charismatic stuff, you know, but I couldn't stand the charismatic things. So I just wanted to do the stuff while I'm at work. And it was good. And for that season, it was fun training. Freak out, you know, young couple come in and just look into their mind, into their whole life and see like their dog, pet dog running around in their vision. I was just thinking about her dog right now. Hey, uh, by the way, do you have a dog? Yeah. It was a girl with blue hair, so I thought I wouldn't get into it. Like, they're young. She has blue hair. If she says something, I'd be like, I don't know, they're crazy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that's what was my reasoning. I got to practice on this one. This will be easy. My boss is, they're only, they're ordering like $5 items. I'm not going to get in trouble no matter what happens. Can't go wrong. Here, I'm just like using my, trying to use my serpent wisdom to discern who I can practice on. You know, so, oh yeah, by the way, do you have a dog? Yeah. Is it like a, a little tiny white dog with curly hair? Yeah. <laughs> just getting freaked out and just, you know, just messing with him. Another one, just to mess with her, healed, healed her chronic pain. She had pain all the time. And just wanted to mess with her and get her healed. And so there was some good fruit, but it was... And then Lucifer came in. And then Lucifer. Okay, so Lucifer came in. That was his name. That was his name. Work. These kids, they, this kid named Lucifer, you can tell he's from a rich family. And he's totally messed up. They had dropped that kid off there when I was on vacation for a week. I took a week off. I come back and uh, just on my day off to get some food before I have to go to my, you know, shift. Just enjoy. I was like, oh, I just want to listen. They have nice music. It's good food. I'm not working somewhere that's bad food. It was really good food. So I was like, I'm back. Oh, I can't wait to eat the food, you know. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, Rebecca. <laughs> the Satan. They hired Satan. <laughs> well, calm down. Calm down. What's going on? So now I was like, wow, my influence must have been working. I'm gone for a week. They hired Satan, and everyone's running to be crying. They're like, you guys aren't even believers. Why are you ta- Why are you asking me? Like, you don't even follow Jesus. Like, why are you talking to me? Not my problem. <laughs> you don't even follow Christ. Why do I? Anyway. But you have compassion, right? So... It and was, around yeah. heaven, the sons of the Clippers really stand out. Yeah. So they're all coming running to me like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is there going to be a showdown? I'm like, guys, just calm down. We're just, we're like, we're probably going to roll napkins and like bring people their food. Why? Just calm down. I'm like, let me eat my food in peace. And he comes out and he's like, weirdest creepy kid ever. Just weirdo, man. Just stand there. It's gonna be really nice working with you. It was just like sound like the creepiest kid you could possibly imagine working in just some restaurant. 
And then we're going, working through the shift, and I'm filling up. I'm like, all right, I got two iced teas for this table. I got on the, you know, um, thinking in tongues and doing the iced teas and doing that. All right, come on. We got this. You know, work unto the Lord. You know, excellence. Make it perfect. Perfect amount of ice. The lemon, just right. No, you can't, can't give him a messed up lemon. That's not God. It's got to be a perfect lemon. A perfectly clean straw. That's good. I see lint. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> you know, Haute going cuisine. in between. Going, three Michelin stars in Paris. Don't you dare hold the water cup toward the top where they put their mouth. No. Oh, no. Unacceptable. Heathen, paganistic activity. It must be clean. It must be perfect. You can carry them. Has to be the best them. to pass you gotta the test. You got to stack them up. You got to carry them. You can carry it like this. But you can't carry it like this. That's disgusting. Man, just have some standards. Anyway, so I go in there. All right. Unclean. Time to type in the order. Boom. Got my Bible verse right here in my pocketbook. Da-da-da. I'm going to live this verse tonight. I'm going to live this verse tonight. This is the word of God. He highly means. And then, all right. I don't need to use my brain. Uh, I don't use my brain too much for this stuff right here. Type it in. Boom, boom. Double check. Oh, can I get some angel help with the timing? Which kitchen's going to be done first? You know? That's what I'm talking about. It's not like, oh, oh, yeah. oh they were so mean to me. How are we going to turn this situation around? We're going to turn that sadness into joy. They're angry right now. They came in angry. How can we turn them into happy and follow the Holy Ghost? Mm. That's work. Yeah. I don't know what y'all are doing for work, but that's work. Good work. So anyway, but it was fun. Making converts. All right, they're trying to they're trying to get me here. They're trying, the accusers trying to get Converted me. Converted them from darkness how to light. How am I gonna? How am I gonna? Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna help this person with something they can't do themselves, and they're gonna stop accusing me on this thing. Uh -huh. You know, you just start to get wise. <laughs> oh man, I messed it up. Oh, I really want to lie to cover my ass. But sorry, PG, I want to cover my butt. God, I want to lie. Toot. Oh, well, the kitchen, da, 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 so the customer. Nope. Take her. I, I messed it up. I'm sorry. I can I'm gonna fix it, you know. Cover the asaya. I'm going to cover my asaya. <laughs> cover my, my cutter. Keep it, keep it innovative words <laughs> innovative of Torah. Innovative words of Torah. And then, no, we're just going to suck it up. It might cost me money. This might cost me $120. Mm. You know oh, what? Yeah. Take responsibility. That sucks. Hundred and twenty dollars of my own cash money. I gotta own up. I'm willing the, to pay. The really pay the consequences. With that kind of money. If that's what I gotta pay, I gotta do the right thing. That's what. That's my repentance. Okay. Still gonna tithe. You know. <laughs> so, gotta pay hundred twenty dollars and tithe. You know. So. Uh, so you go through that process. So anyway, this kid, the Lucifer, comes. Lucifer kid, comes in. He starts channeling the demonic where they start to have the words of knowledge. Starts reading my mail like, oh, you're this and you do this and you lived here and all this stuff. And I was like, Lord, you need to shut this thing up. How do I shut this kid up? I don't like this. I don't like you peeking into my inner life. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just demonically reading my mail. And then I heard the whisper of the Holy Ghost, just put up a firewall. What does any good technician do? You know, if you hire an IT man, they got a good firewall. Oh yeah, firewall, security, cyber security. All right, firewall, and then I just use my creative powers as a creator. always trying to intimidate. How do you do it? You're the son or daughter of the creator, which means you create it. So you just, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, so now I'm gonna create a firewall. 
firewall, and all of a sudden, he's looking. Can't see nothing else. That's right. The soothsaying stuff That's there. Right. And so then, I was like, I'm gonna do a few more errands. Alright, let's flip the script on, on this kid. So I started reading his mail. I started calling out how, you know, his parents and his trauma and then the rock stony places in his heart. And I reached up and I touched him and they're gonna feel, mm. so the Lord's gonna melt him. He start crying. Mm. He start crying. Lucifer cried. Yeah, and Lucifer cried. Lucifer wept. That's the shortest verse in the Necronomicon. Lucifer wept. That's good. Anyway, fun story. So I want to share that because it's fun, nostalgic memories. Yes, there were trials and challenges, and you're just working a lot, but I want to impart that to you. Whatever your job is that you have, it's actually your training ground. That's the place of fun. It's the place of adventure. You're going to go from being fearful of work or anxious about work or not, you know, dreading work. I don't feel like working to another amazing day of Holy Ghost adventures. Excitement. Oh, absolutely. Man. Excited for every moment because it's just more <laughs> of him, more light, more light of life. <laughs> and your, your soul is infused and you know how to recharge because you're engaging in Torah mm. and you're beginning to walk in the way of light. That's the way of Jesus Christ. I am the mm -hmm. light of the world, it is mm -hmm. written. And some serpent wisdom here too. I had quit drinking, but I was working in a place where you serve drinks, like it's a restaurant. You have, so people wonder, how, how do I handle that? Because it's alcohol, I don't like serving people alcohol. You know, touching it. Yeah. And you get kind of, you don't want to get weird and religious. Here's the thing, that's the place that God had me working. I was, so I knew where I was where I was supposed to be. You can't just go in there and just be like, I don't bring alcoholic drinks to tables. You get fired. You know, have some wisdom. You don't drink. Yeah, you're allowed to do that when you're yeah. really young in the Academy of Youth. Yeah. So this in is Bible what I did. In Bible college, I was serving alcohol and waiting tables at Old Spaghetti Factory. And I spilled eight glasses of red wine on a woman's fur coat. <laughs> uh, it was the only big spill I had for three years of waiting tables. But this was the craziest thing. When I spilled eight glasses of Cabernet on the woman mm -hmm. and covered her fur coat, she smiled and started laughing. <laughs> it's like, how crazy, son? I wonder. I don't wonder. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do about serving this alcohol. I, I know I hate alcohol, but, you know, people are just going to order drinks. That's what they do. That's where I'm at for that season of training. And so what I did was I started, you know, you know how witches curse things? No, no, I don't know. I'm not. So I'm not okay. They'll they'll touch things or they'll like, and they'll curse things with their words or they'll you know their intention. So, but I was blessing. So I take their alcohol, and as they're the you know put it on the little tray or whatever, getting them ready. I would, so the laying on of hands, I'd seen heal people. I would release the anointing into the alcohol and neutralize the spirit. I was like, put a different spirit and in there. Curse the spirit of pharmakia. Yeah. Bam. And so, but I would just <laughs> fill it and flood it with the anointing and just with the just to bless them. And I would come against the spirit of addiction and things. I, I, whatever. The curse of Jesus Christ, right. which is the Shekinah. Bam. So, but I would pray for the people <laughs> who were going to drink it. And by faith, I would load it up with whatever substance they needed. Whatever the reason they're drinking is because they probably need healing. They probably have a pain somewhere. They probably want some kind of something that they're looking to the drink instead of to Christ for. Yeah. So I want to impart that by faith into the drink. 
I tell you what, all my tables thought we had the best bartender they've ever oh, had. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't say a word. I, well, oh, yeah, yeah, he's the it best. It was mixed with Shekinah. And, yeah, that's why. But they didn't know. Like, but, 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 save the best wine for last. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, you know what? We're going to go Jesus the party the trick. And what would happen is their faces, they would light up. There would be some kind of an opening to talk to them. So instead of using those spirits now i don't encourage anyone to do this i would never serve Nazarite. alcohol we're zero, zero alcohol, alcohol zero drugs the, the alcohol ever. is already not even trending anymore mocktails are what's trending no he does yeah, no he does so but you know some people are in transition and what do you do with a situation like that have some wisdom that's what the wisdom the holy spirit gave me and everything is an opportunity to learn to reach others and to touch them with the love of god amen Amen. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. This content tonight has been brought to you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That's our sponsor. Mm-hmm. And our wonderful, beautiful partners. Thank you for Thank your you. tithes and your offerings and your cheerful giving. For those who have not yet signed up and committed to partner with this ministry, I encourage you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, King of all rungs of glory, to do so and commit and register at www.rlm.tv and make a covenant pledge before the angels of Yadavave, Jesus Christ. Amen. That you are recommitting to serve him with your whole house. You need to. And you need to count all the previous Christianity you've had before the sapphire stones as manure. Because that's where all the circumcisions start to come off your heart, your soul, your mind, your body. The first ten cuts of circumcisions are the hardest because you deal with all the stubborn pride of the Christianity you think you're right in. But you're completely backwards, upside down, and wrong about everything. Until Elijah's sword begins to cut that stuff off, you don't know a thing. It's just, I don't know. Jesus knows. I trust his sword of his word to cut this stuff out of my spirit, out of my soul, out of my mind, and out of my bones and marrow. And there will be a greater glory, and the greater glory is the fruit that the Father receives. What is the fruit of the Spirit? One thing. One thing only. Shekinah glory. If you don't have any glory, you don't believe the word. The measure you believe, as it's written, only believe and you will see the glory of Jesus Christ, who is maker of heaven and earth, Yadavave. Amen. Believing is obeying for Shekinah. The rewards of a Christian who is truly suffering, Peter says, is the suffering for the Shekinah glory. We don't suffer for anything else. We're not persecuted for anything else. We're not misunderstood for anything else. Everything is because of the light of God the Father and the light of Jesus Christ and the light of the Holy Spirit and the light of the holy angels of Jesus Christ who obey His every word. That is everything to us. Amen. Sign up and register to be a member of Joel's army. It doesn't matter if you were in the drunken glory. It doesn't matter if you were in the glory stream. I don't care if you're Benny Hinn. I don't care if you're Crefro Dollar. I don't care if you're Bobby Connor. Bobby Connor, sign up at www.rlm.tv. Rick Joyner, you need to register. Bill Johnson, you need to commit. Heidi Baker, sign up, register, and commit and become a partner of Red Letter Ministry 
your lords, your masters, your kings, and your queens over all Christianity of all time and space called the manifest sons of God. And I think you better recognize. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Truth anyhow. Glory. And we ain't mad at you.
There's electric current flowing this night. There's electricity in the air. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? It's everywhere. So feel it this night, saith the Lord. Feel it permeate through thee. Feel it penetrate all the way through thee. Yea, from the top of thy head to the soles of thy feet. Feel my power. Feel my power. Feel my power flowing through thee. Yeah, you can't stop it. You can't stop it. No man can stop what I'm doing for thee. No man can put to an end of it. Because I am the beginning and the ending. The Alpha and Omega. Yes, I am. I am doing a new thing for thee. New thing. Newness. Newness in thee. So take it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Be that conductor. Be that conductor. Be that conductor, Santa Lord. Let it flow through thee to each and every one. Let it flow through thee out to the world. Let it flow through thee to heal the sick, to set the captive free this night. For I'm doing it now. Yes, I'm doing it now. Yes, I'm doing a new thing in thee. So don't concentrate on all the surroundings, but concentrate on me. For I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it this night. I'm doing it for each one of thee. So take it and run with it and do what I tell thee, and you shall see the victory. You shall see the victory. Victory, victory, victory tonight. We shall have victory. 